Internal Revenue Service IRS tax news. Understanding what happens after a disaster that leads to taxpayer relief. Considering nothing certain in life except death and taxes, I'm a little scared to read about tax relief after a disaster, but let's see what they have to say here. We got the IRS tax tip 2021-131, September 7, 2021. No matter the type of the disaster or how devastating it is, before the IRS can choose to authorize tax relief, the Federal Emergency Management Agency must issue a major disaster declaration. Generally, the IRS will authorize disaster tax relief to all areas identified on a major disaster declaration if FEMA FEMA, identifies at least one area required requiring for individual assistance program. Here are some tax-related things that usually happen after a major disaster. So the IRS gives taxpayer more time to file and pay. So you have an extension. So that's useful. Taxpayers whose address of record is in an area qualifying for IRS disaster tax relief will automatically receive extra time from the IRS to file returns and pay taxes. So you would think paying taxes would not be the first thing on people's mind at that point, as it should not be. And therefore, they're going to be extending the deadlines generally. So if you're in the zone, if you're located in that zone, there should not be anything you'd need to do because they should be able to apply it automatically in those instances. The IRS's disaster assistance page, there's a link to that here, provides disaster updates and links for resources. So you can go to that page and look up those resources. Information is usually available on IRS Twitter account as well. So you could tweet the IRS or something like that. I would go to their page, but maybe the Twitter account could be useful. I'm not, I'm not, anyways. Taxpayers can, can also call the agency's disaster line at 866-532-5227. That's 866-532-5227 with questions. There'll be a link to this in the description. So if you want to get to these links, you can, you can go to the description and find this information. So taxpayers can qualify for a casualty loss tax deduction. People who have damaged or lost property due to a federally declared disaster may qualify to claim a casualty loss deduction. So the casualty losses, they limited them a while ago to basically disaster kind of areas. So remember, if you're in a disaster, then you want to make sure for tax purposes that you're picking up, you know, the tax benefits related to it uh, to, to get that recovery from it. So they can claim this on their current or prior year tax return. Remember, that's the option as well here, because in 2021, that's in where the disaster we're talking about here. And usually you wouldn't get the relief from a tax benefit until you file in 2022. However, you might say, hey, I, want, I need the money now. <laughs> that was a disaster here. So if you file in the prior year, meaning you file 2020, then you might be able to get the money uh, sooner in, in those instances. And you might consider which area you might have the bigger tax benefit, meaning most likely where's your higher income at and might have an impact on your tax bracket and how much a refund you would get maybe, you know, between the two years might be a consideration as well. So this may result in a larger refund. So people can apply for a disaster loan or grant. The Small Business Administration offers finan financial help to business owners, homeowners, and renters. This help is for those in a federally declared disaster area. To qualify, a taxpayer must have filed all required tax returns. Taxpayers might need a tax return transcript. People who need a tax transcript to support their disaster claims can obtain free transcripts by using Get Transcript to access their transcripts immediately online or to request mail delivery. So if you need a transcript basically of your information, remember that 
a lot of your, we have an income tax. That's what the IRS does. We tax income. That means that the IRS tries to go to everybody that basically is the payer of income, apply pressure to them to give them documentations about all the people who are getting income to double check that you're reporting your income. That means the IRS should have records of the W-2s, the 1099s for interest, the dividends, and so on and so forth. So if you need that kind of those kind of records to reconstruct or make claims for whatever you need to do after a disaster and you don't have them due to them being lost in the disaster, you might then go to the IRS itself and say, would you give me some of that information you've been collecting about me to make sure that I'm paying my taxes so I can use it over here? And then you can request the transcript. So they can also call 800-908-9946. There's, there's a, you can see this in the, in the description to request mail delivery or submit form 4506T, request for transcript to a tax return. There's a link to that here. People who need a copy of their tax return should file form 4506, request for copy of the tax return. So the transcript is, is not exactly the same thing as the tax return. So if you want the actual copy, you want to request the actual copy. The IRS waives the usual fees and expedites requests for copies of tax returns for people who need them to apply for disaster-related benefits or to file amended returns claiming disaster-related losses. If filing Form 4506-T or 4506, the taxpayer should state on the form the request is disaster-related and list the state and type of event. So you want to tell them this is a disaster-related thing. We would like you to basically, hopefully that'll help them to process things you know, more quickly. This helps speed up the process. So hopefully it's speed up the process. So people who re relocate need to submit a change of address. After a disaster, people might need to temporarily relocate. So clearly that might be a, a thing that needs to happen. Obviously, you know, you gotta go to the people that you need to talk to and tell them that you have relocated and make sure that you've set that up that might be particularly important now that the IRS is basically just sending out checks. Uh, at, you know, so if there's another stimulus check, it's going to a, an address instead of you might try if it's possible to get it to an electronic deposit or if you've got those advanced child tax credits or something like that, then and those go, are going out in paper checks, then uh, it might be best, you, you know, you might be able to change it to, a, to a, an electronic deposit or maybe to another address. So those who move should should notify the IRS or call the new or IRS of their new address by submitting form 8822 change of address. There's a link to that here. The IRS encourages affected taxpayers to review all federal disaster relief at disasterassistance.gov. Also just note in, on that change of address thing, if you go to the to the uh, page for the child tax credit page, then and you're looking at these advance payments that are taking places then they might have some tools to change that change either maybe change the address at least for the advance payments and do that in in alignment also with this form and they might be able to change the address possibly for the if there's any uh, stimulus checks that go out in 2021 that you'd like to go to another area or maybe have the direct deposit that would be set up in those instances so it might be something they're not saying that here but i would think that might be something that could be useful and something to look into so for more information, we've got the FAQs, Frequently Asked Questions for Disaster Victims, Publication 2194, Disaster uh, Resource Guide for Individuals and Businesses, Publication 584, Disaster Resource Guide for Individuals and Businesses, Publication 584B, Business Casualty Disaster Theft Loss Workbook, and Publication 547, Casual Disaster and Theft. 
There's links to that wonderful reading material, and there'll be a link to this in the description.